Oh, just, uh... That's pretty good, yeah. Pretty good, yeah. Just, just vibing. Peachy. Playing Cities and, uh... Yeah. Played some Euro Trucks in while my friend uh, Jonah was streaming. I saw. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were all uh, hanging out. It was hilarious. We were all hanging out. We're all watching your stream in voice chat. <laughs> and then we're all hanging out trucking as well. And everybody's got your stream pulled up. And <laughs> super fun. Aw. How sweet. I was going to say eh? something. And then I was like, no, nah, we'll just let it. We'll let it ride. <laughs> uh, we'll let it go this time only. Okay, fine. Uh, uh, um, yeah, yeah, you know, other than that, uh, how's Jonah? How's Jonah? You did, you did something good. that I struggle with doing on stream, and that's building an airport, so. <laughs> yeah, I built half an airport. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm it just thrown it out there. That's more than... Well, I technically did build a full airport. I'm going to call it now, based on what I've seen from yours. Yeah, half an airport. You build more than I built, and it's more of an airport than what I built. Oh, you know? please. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Please. And, uh, listen. extremely hot? Yes. No, Moose. I... Okay, listen. Uh-oh. Monka? The fact... The, the accuracy yep. of this statement is just like i'm i am i'm blown away by the accuracy and okay. i appreciate your and i appreciate your your truthfulness and your so, uh, um, <laughs> candor don't i heard we're getting deep yeah we're getting deep you had some things on your mind <laughs> are we uh well here's the thing you said you had some things on your mind and it sounded like it was gonna get deep and you're like no nah, no nah, i should say this for the podcast and so i've been prepared to get deep and basically here's the thing real quick real talk here jonah um well you can't see my screen because i'm not sharing the screen but basically i'm looking at google maps on vancouver and uh not that that's what we're talking about today i'm just saying i've got a lot of things on my mind it's been a hell of a week uh so you know we could talk about content creation things um i hate the city <laughs> of vancouver now we could talk about that um yeah a lot of things oh, on my God. mind anyways um so moose hates vancouver got it okay i just um Wait, what was what was I talking about earlier? Because I already forgot what it was. Yeah, what, what was I'm, I'm, I'm pulling about? a blank, but it. Uh... No. It might. Let's just up. go back and watch the bot. Um, no, it was. Uh, I asked a question, didn't I? I asked a question. I think it's something. Damn it, dude! It's on the tip of my tongue here. Um, I don't think it was anything asked you asked. Though. I think it was something that someone else. Yeah, asked yeah, yeah. Because I was in the conversation. I threw something out, and then you're like. Oh, you, you didn't like fully answer it because you're like, I should just talk about the podcast. Yeah, no, I do remember that. I just remember what it was about. Shoot. I guess I could go back and watch my own VOD. Yeah, that was pretty early on, yeah? It was. Yeah. It was pretty early on. But why do you... Why do you... Oh, you know what? Maybe we should introduce yeah. ourselves. Hi, I'm oh, are Jonah. we are we Are we doing it now? Are we recording? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, yeah, yeah let's full send. Yeah, let's do the introductions. I'm ready. Full send it. Alrighty. Because I'm, I'm Jonah. Ready. Uh, so this is where I I say my name. Yeah, my uh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is where you're. Uh, yeah. So my government yeah. name. No. Um. Uh. I am a uh, uh, Canadian Moose <laughs> underscore as seen on Twitch TV slash a Canadian Moose underscore. 
and all other no. social platforms to make no, it easy. No, uh, no self promo. Just, just we just needed your name, sir. Just your oh, name. Okay, Thank okay. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Canadian Moose. Anyways, um, so. <laughs> and this is Urban Theories. <laughs> Episode. What are we at now? Have, nine. Have, uh, nine. It's the. It's <laughs> Some, the ten- count. It's the tenth one, but it's episode nine. There you go. You heard it here first. Episode ten, but it's actually episode nine. Welcome in, uh, Jonah Moose. Why do you hate Vancouver? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, we're kicking this off with a rant. Okay. Uh, let's well, look. well, because I want to. Oh, I've I got wanna, a lot okay. to say, but I'll condense it. Because you, because like we were saying, you go back and forth. Well, not that you go back and forth. You do go back and forth, yeah. Well, I I, want to rephrase it. I want to reframe that in a more. Oh, no, I go back and forth. I think you nailed it. But yeah, yeah, rephrase if you need. Uh, Your heart and your passion is with Vancouver, mm -hmm. but, and you've strayed away from it, but then you always come back to it. But then Mm -hmm. something happened this week where now you're very upset. The last two weeks, yeah. But the last two weeks, actually, so last not... week, actually last week, we'll give it, yeah. That's... Well, 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 what, what happened? And I'm being serious because I genuinely don't know what happened. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> to those that know me, I'm gonna do something uh, classic here. I'm gonna pull up Google Maps. We're gonna, we're gonna go on a dive here. Um, and I feel like people that live in major cities Podcast probably can is gonna relate be three to this. hours long. Uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And uh, so, welcome and buckle in. Um, probably, if you're listening to this, maybe go on a road trip. Uh, you'll be able to fit the whole episode in. All right. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I'll give you the the condensed version here. So, I live in a city that is growing rapidly. They are trying to become a. They they are to a degree. They're they're trying to become a tech hub city where, uh, you know, businesses feel like they could set up headquarters here and and you know so many have right um, but you know they're trying to entice companies uh to to set up a headquarters here and have this you know flagship looking office or whatever right you know it's got a it's got to be this glass you know mecca structure uh vancouver is currently experiencing and i know many cities are i've said some people mention in streams too they're like yeah but that's everywhere in the world and it's like yeah it's true a lot of cities are experiencing it but you know, I know Vancouver, so that's what I'm going to speak on and what they're going through, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Vancouver's experiencing a massive uh, housing crisis right now. You know, nobody can really afford, uh, oh, you know, the cost God, of living here. Too. Okay. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, and it's gotten pretty bad here. Pretty bad. Um, not to mention we have what has been deemed, or it's kind of known now, I and mean, statistics do back that up as well, is uh, a street known as East Hastings, one of the roughest streets in Canada. And, um, yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> the, uh, the, you know, the, 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 the government here, uh, they love to tout that and, and go around saying like, we're, we're going to work on, you know, helping those in need and helping those experiencing homelessness or going through it. And we're going to work <laughs> on, you know, housing and making things more affordable. And the last two weeks I took a look. So I do live in the downtown, but it's not the um I don't go to the parts that we're gonna be talking about here uh because mm. they're just they it doesn't really interest me like yeah, I'll go to those neighborhoods if I have a reason to go there otherwise I'm not going there it's like it's not I don't really care for the the, the people there it's a very just it's not my vibe you know I much more prefer Main Street and uh Gastown and these are older for those that don't know Vancouver uh these are older historic areas areas that are lower density and have a lot more history to it 
And they also have some of my favorite restaurants. So um, that being said, uh, I've learned and it's come to my attention that uh, in a city <laughs> that is experiencing a housing crisis, um, we are building a couple a couple things that just drove me up the wall this week. So uh, shout out to the people that were in streams to, <laughs> to hear me rant about it. But just to put it in this way, so they have demolished a bunch of mom and pop shops. Um, I'm going to try and see if I can real quickly find the streets for those that are interested. I mean, not that it matters too much. I'll talk about it here. But uh, yeah, basically, they've demolished a bunch of mom and pop shops in downtown Vancouver. Um, not all of them were. There were some bigger chains in there, but there were some local shops. And I've actually eaten at a few of those places, and they were awesome, awesome food. Um, and they've demolished them, and it's like, okay, I I'm fine with it, like stuff like that being demolished if it's going to be for something better you know what i mean like if it's going to be for something like it, it literally would have been the perfect spot for affordable housing and instead what's going up is a ridiculous looking uh glass office and i know so they're doing that because again they're they claim that they need a need more office space which in my experience and from the research that i've done doesn't seem to be the case as it does seem a lot of office space sits vacant in the downtown core uh, similar to um, uh, apartment buildings where the units are bought and left vacant. This is another very, very big issue in Vancouver. You'll go to certain areas where there's, you know, seven or eight huge glass apartment buildings. And yet on the street at a busy time, nobody's walking around there. Why? Because nobody lives there. <laughs> nobody lives there. The units, if you oh go into that apartment God. building, they literally just unit after unit after unit sits vacant. They're purchased as an asset, and that's the whole they're seen as, yeah. yeah, right. And I'm sure it's probably similar where you live as well, too. Um, because I've done some research on, on that area as well, and yeah. it seems like it does echo a lot of the issues that Vancouver's experiencing as well, definitely. Um, <laughs> so, we it's had a very period it's, right before the pandemic where, yeah, um, a lot of the commercial spaces sat empty because the tenants of the buildings or not the tenants the the landlords of the buildings or owners were driving up the prices of the commercial oh, of course yeah because if you can what it what it was a little bit of a scam if you if you if you set the rent at a higher price then your building got appraised at a higher amount which meant that you could something about taxes uh, and no. being able to then take money out on it on a loan or something like that. I don't know. It's a of whole course. thing. It's a whole racket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. So that's yeah. uh. <laughs> oh my god. Now they say it's because it's hard to fill them, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's like you got all these units just sitting empty, and it's like we're in the midst of a housing crisis. It's like, huh. Yeah, I wonder what's causing that. Um, mm. <laughs> it's also interesting, mm. too, because it's like you see these. So these go up, right? So they're building up this office space and yet touting and being like, oh, man, we're going to we're going to invest more in affordable housing. We're going to do more to help those in need. And then you see what they're actually doing and the things that get approved. And it's just like, huh? So so everything. Not that this is uncommon. I'm sure many people are echoing. It's like, yeah, that's what governments do. They're not, you know, they're not going to tell you the truth. Blah, blah. Like, Yeah, I get it. I get it. But it just, uh, you know, <laughs> drives me up the wall when I saw that. And then I started to realize that that's kind of what's happening everywhere in the downtown. And just by pure coincidence. So I was um, 
uh, watch a YouTube video while I was getting ready to go for the gym. And uh, I had to check twice because, you know, I'm, I'm now getting up at 3.30 a.m. for the gym. Uh, it's a horrible time to be awake, but it's it works for me. And I saw this ad come on YouTube for another building in Vancouver. So, you know, GG to Vancouver. They're now giving me ads to mess with me. Love it. And uh, the ad was talking about a building called The Curve. Glorious building, right? Glorious building. Um, the and, Curve. Uh, yeah, Luxury right? Luxury like apartment you, units starting exactly, at 1.4 exactly. million. The name, as soon as I saw that name, I was like, really, really, please. Um, yep, yeah, it's wiping out a bunch of classic, um, old, beautiful architecture apartments uh, that people actually could afford. Because, I, fun fact, I'd actually looked at a unit in one of those apartments, and they are quite affordable. Um so they're not going to that down in favor of glass apartment. And you already know they haven't released cost of units yet. You already know that nobody's going to be able to afford it. Nobody. It's like, and the people that also can, what's going to happen? Affordable units. empty. Yeah, exactly. It's like the, the uh, what did they say on it? Cuboid love this. Uh, right. It's called, so their ad for it was living at the height of now. Okay. I'm going to have to, um, we're gonna have that's that is no i hate that i absolutely hate that if because the- <laughs> it's so it sort of flies in the face of like yeah i don't know it's and you look at the pictures i thought the funniest part was like the pictures it's like they're clearly and i'm not trying to generalize people but if you look at it no, go ahead just generalize because it's probably right so <laughs> it's exactly what you expect well the people who could actually own those apartments are the people shown in those images and those renders and it's hilarious to me it's like suit and tie wealthy elite sitting out on their uh you know out in this public space balcony uh you know champagne glasses in hand and i'm just like oh my god this is just but but hey 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 no 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 city of vancouver top priority right now is uh, affordable housing and it really shows in the downtown the curve it's the future of affordable housing um and uh yeah actually right before uh stream started <laughs> to wrap up my rant uh is uh i saw another one where it looked like and thank god it wasn't the case but on and i do have this the crosshairs for this it is nelson and Burrard street in vancouver british columbia for those listening if you want to check it out um they have another set of that i've Forget what the name for this one is, um, but it's exactly like the curve. Same idea. Nobody is going to be able to afford it, and the people that can are going to buy it and leave it vacant because it's an asset to them. Uh, and it looked like they were going to demolish our heritage church for it, our First Baptist Church, which sits on Burrard Nelson. And I was losing my freaking mind. <laughs> I was looking at Street View in, in voice chat. And uh, <laughs> I was like, if they're demolishing this, I'm moving. I'm done. Coming to Montreal. If anybody's got an apartment, let me know. Uh <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yep. Mm-hmm. They're not demolishing you, it, by the way. The renders show that they are keeping it. But anyways, yes. Do the you think status. wherever that you move to is not going to have the same thing? Oh, yeah. It's going to have the same thing, uh, probably. But I will. I you, Okay. <laughs> so then why uh, So here, uh, <laughs> if I move to Toronto, yes. Montreal, less less i will say this montreal is very it's different now not to say that it's not doing similar things however mm-hmm. montreal to that i would say they they don't have it um they and people are going to be like well moose look at you know downtown montreal you can clearly see buildings that would fit that description very much so yeah they would very much so be a building that would be built in vancouver today right and that's 100 percent true um it's not built nearly at the rate 
that Vancouver is. And the other biggest thing for them is his- history means something to them. History is woven into the fabric of Montreal. You know, it's woven into the culture. Um, you know, there's very passionate people, people that live in Quebec are passionate mm-hmm. about Quebec, the culture, the history uh, of it. You know, it's a very, can be a high political topic in some cases, right? They're very passionate people. And that shows even in the architecture of Montreal that while they do build glass, it's not as much. And the ones that are built sort of incorporate to a degree uh, not only their surroundings, but potential historical buildings around it. And they also don't have um, some of the issues that Vancouver has because they allowed the building. And this could go back to the history of Montreal. It's not the same as Vancouver, you know, but they approved something that's been a huge hot topic in Vancouver, which is missing middle housing. And you've heard like tons of city skylines people talk about it all the time it's on many youtube videos about missing middle housing being this Mm -hmm. sort of not be all end all but a solution to a bigger problem right i mean at this point it is kind of the be all to end all but go ahead oh yeah i think it's i think it's absolutely (laughs) something that like how how can a city like vancouver not approve something like that i just it absolutely in my boggles my mind in my humblest opinion, but it's probably mm-hmm. fact, and you don't have to check it out there, um, listeners. Um, missing middle housing, so just middle housing, housing that's yeah. not a skyscraper and housing that's not a single story, a single family home. Also, housing that's not an apartment block, but multifamily housing, multiple exactly. unit dwellings that look like homes, but actually mm-hmm. are like three to six families small apartment buildings that maybe have you know 10 or 12 units per building but are all next to each other that's the problem that that's what we're missing and that's what we need to make things more efficient to make things more um livable theoretically um hopefully you know if you if you add more stock onto the market then things aren't as in demand and prices would theoretically go down. 100%. So, and it's illegal here. You can't, that, that building, they have marked, uh, it's, it's illegal here. Yeah, you can't build it. Yeah, it's illegal in a lot of places. That's incredible, it's illegal, right? That's good. Well, in North America. Well, maybe, I guess maybe in Canada. Oh, quite a few US. cities for sure. Yeah. So yeah. it's, um, yeah. I I I understand your pain. I'm wondering what is Montreal's track record for affordable housing. Um, so they, yeah, they're like, and you know, you could say it about like any modern city, and and I imagine that it applies to quite a few areas because I've heard people even, um, you know, from from Europe that are, you know, when we get into these discussions on stream, and I'm sure it's similar to you because me and you sort of seem to have similar discussions sometimes, uh, you know, on, on streams and we're passionate about the same things, you know, and, um, but, uh, people come in and mention that, you know, say Germany, for example, uh, you know, has similar or certain cities in, in Germany have, you know, issues with cost of living as well. And it's like, oh, it's so expensive here. Like I've had many people mention it about Amsterdam, for example, that it's incredibly expensive. And somewhat- I think these people are seeing the same videos that I saw. Cause I recently saw a video on Amsterdam and Germany talking about the same thing in Berlin. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So... Yeah. Berlin, I was going to say is the city that's comes to mind for yeah. expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. But 
um, you know, that's it's most major cities, right? So that's going to be expensive. But, you know, to compare to other cities, so obviously top ranking in Canada is going to be Toronto and Vancouver. Sounds like Toronto. it's a major world destination city problem is what it sounds like. Yeah, but if you look at Montreal, which is, uh, in my opinion, a major destination. Lots of people go there, um, especially where it's situated. Like, uh, and you, you could probably speak to this as well, too. But it does seem, you know, you get a lot of tourism coming over from the states just with where Montreal's situated, right? And mm. um, Montreal doesn't rank high in cost of living. If anything, it's one of the more affordable cities consecutively for the top, you know, big cities in Canada. With actually, you know what's crazy to look at is a city like Halifax in some areas is more expensive to live in than Montreal. Oh, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. Halifax is, yeah, Halifax, Halifax is getting wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. And I wonder if, like, obviously you can find places in Montreal that are going to be way more expensive. I'm not saying the entirety of sure. verses. I'm you just saying find, that they're... You can find affordable places. Yeah, like, if you want to find it, like, uh, yeah, you know, you can find people it. can find it, right, if you dig for like it. Like I said, but I'm saying, in the past, if you look hard enough, you'll find what you're looking exactly. for. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, we, I might be more generalizing, but there are areas of Halifax that are more expensive than Montreal, yeah. And I can't help but feel like, and everything that I've done on research, because yeah, my my favorite cities in in Canada are going to be Vancouver, Montreal, and Toronto, and they're the cities that I personally would say that I'm most knowledgeable on because I spend so much time, you know, watching videos that are about them and relate to them and and researching on them. Um, it constantly comes back to, and there's a YouTube channel. Shout out to Oh the Urbanity, an incredible uh, Canadian infrastructure, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, YouTube channel that I get a lot of my information from because uh, they're just, oh man, their videos are so good, so knowledgeable, so in-depth. Um, and they've come from Toronto to now living in Montreal. And uh, everything that they talk on on why things are you know, more accessible, uh, streets are more friendly, there's a sense of community in these dense areas, uh, things are more affordable, is the housing, which we can classify as missing middle, uh, that Montreal has built up. And you can just see it in these densely, you know, hella gridded, but uh, suburbs that Montreal has. And it's just so, I don't know, it's just really cool to see it. And you see it on these buildings, like, and you're walking by them, Montreal has this huge balcony culture. uh, And they talk about it in one of their videos on how you'll just have people hanging out on their balconies. I've seen that. And you'll be walking down. Yeah, right? And you'll... You'll be walking down that that uh, alley or that sorry road, not alley uh, road, and biking, and somebody will just say hi to you from their balcony, and you strike up a conversation, or it's a friend mm-hmm. who's out having morning coffee, and you're out for a walk, and you'll just hang out there talking to them, and it's like that's Specific what you see. designed in that way to pr- to promote community engagement exactly and you can be and involved in so in your neighborhood without actually leaving your, exactly it's so good like it's just i look at montreal constantly this is a blueprint of and i'm not saying you know that montreal is absolutely flawless everything's perfect we need to build it like montreal no i'm saying that they did something that definitely has success to a degree and it's yeah. something that other cities should have done it might be too like i don't want to say it's too late for some cities but i look at a city of vancouver and i'm like if today they approved missing middle housing how do we do it vancouver is so built up now that you would have to demolish could do it so much for sure if if they want to do it they could could do do it it. but i i often wonder like they're gonna have to demolish a lot to do it 
right? And they they could do it. You're absolutely right. 100% they could do it. Um, but I, they also think it's like funny. It's I mean, the right. There's 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 a lot more to Vancouver than just the the central downtown area, right? Exactly. There's a exactly. there are places that are like just outside of it, just across the waterfront. Mm-hmm. You know, to the east. You know, it's places that people don't really think about. Um, because that's not the place where it's sold to you. That that's where you want to be, and everyone wants to be yeah. in the places where it's sold to you. So, you know. What ends up happening is you'll get these places that only certain people can afford to live there, but those yep. people aren't actually there. And there's people that you may see people outside, but those people have actually traveled in from other areas where they can afford to live yeah. because that area it's... looks nicer and are, and that's where the restaurants are and they're told that that's the place to be and et cetera, et cetera. And then you focus on those areas when really it's like, well, actually it's like, we can rethink lots of areas that are also interspliced in between all of the, you know, nice new built up glass towers, which mm-hmm. brings me to something that I've always like been wondering because this, it, it almost seems like it's counterintuitive. Like if you're building towers, why is it that like that's putting more housing stock on than a missing middle would. So why is it making it more expensive? Because yeah, in a tower, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a yeah. tower actually could give you more housing stock than mm-hmm. missing middle for the same amount of land area. Yep. Um. So does anybody know? <laughs> could, someone, could someone tell us right now can someone chat us right now and tell us why oh wait that's right we're not live okay oh uh, okay, okay. Yeah, thought we were. Right, right, right. um yeah yeah it's uh <laughs> yeah it's interesting it's um i looked over there's a there's another really good channel um shout out to uh about here also uh oh, oh the urbanity about here if you're listening to this uh podcast even though you know we're brand new and you probably don't know who we are uh uh you know uh hit uh, me or joan Hi. up would love to get you on the podcast anyways um there's a channel called Musical about here that focuses ASMR if you come on I promise. uh <laughs> there's a uh there's a channel so it's called about here and they focus on vancouver and the issues striking vancouver incredible just shout out to that channel. Everything that guy's doing, like he is like, he doesn't know it. Okay. He doesn't know it yet, but he is now my best friend. And um, so, you know, <laughs> he's in Vancouver. Uh, I'll take you out for lunch. You're my new best friend. Let's hang out. Anyways. Oh um, my God. Super good channel. Uh, I'm yes. not recording. <laughs> oh. Jonah? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No. You, 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 can, continue. you can go ahead. <laughs> There's a channel. It's called about okay? <laughs> and they focus on Vancouver issues. And uh, chat, you ever? Uh, oh, chat! Like I said, if I'm on Twitch. Oh my god, I gotta stop. Saying that is hilarious. You just oh, said. No. <laughs> You're so used to saying it. You're I so used to being. Saying, like, I said it in Discord. Chat, uh, chat. Uh, I'm said it in Discord VCs, and people just burst out laughing. Oh, yes, I'm saying it. Um, no, to those listening to the podcast, not chat. Uh, <laughs> episode. <laughs> um i don't know uh so anyways yeah it, it's called about here incredible channel um yeah they they just they touch on on some topics and so they went into um so they, they have an incredible missing middle video about how it's illegal in vancouver and that they're fighting to you know make it legal and then bring it back and this would help a lot and uh people underestimate i feel the 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 lengths that 
suburbanites will go to to protect sub, sub, suburbia. Suburbia would be the best yes. way to, to put it. And yes. to see written down in the notes, and there's also a video on it. You can actually hear the lady speak and, and say her thought. And it's not just her. There's a whole bunch of people. And they say the same thing. Um, so you can check those videos out. Um, and and uh, the About Here channel for the, the, the full video on it is... They came out in mass uh, to defend, uh, you know, suburbia from missing middle and apartments. And there were quite a few things on their agenda where it's like, yeah, okay, maybe. Um, some of the more ridiculous ones is they were freaking out saying that if this gets approved, uh, Vancouver's going to experience a water sword shortage. The city's going to collapse because missing middle gets a fruit um and then uh the best point the best point we cannot approve missing middle housing we cannot approve apartments of four stories or more to be built near suburban homes because gosh darn it that will building will at certain hours of the day cast a shadow on my yard and i cannot have that and what does that mean to cast a shadow well, <laughs> I'm gonna. So if I can, if I, can, I'm gonna get really. You know what? Yeah, it's the podcast. I'm gonna get a little bit more real here. They, some of the stuff that they said, I can't help but think they're trying to come up with ridiculous reasons on why they don't want it. And I'm gonna dive into this topic because I think I don't know. Maybe you have things you can share on this as well too. When cities were going through this phase, and I'm not saying that this is exactly what it is i'm just saying that it really does feel like this when you and i know that i'm generalizing now but when you saw this video of the people that showed up to the town hall meeting you can maybe get an idea of what may actually be on their mind for missing middle housing so if we go back to like you know it was like the the 60s 70s yeah were the the big years for for highway boom i'm pretty sure mm. i believe it was like the 60s 70s and if it you was. take a look at the areas in which they decided to put highways. And, you know, I'm sure most of the people listening know the, the somewhat extremely rough uh, history of the highway booms. Um, it's no different in Vancouver. They tried to do the same thing and eradicate Chinatown with highways, and they actually did eradicate a neighborhood known as Hogan's Alley. Um, search that up if you want the whole breakdown on that um and hey you know about here again <laughs> not not paid for sponsorship but they have a great video on it as well i can't help but feel like the feeling that i get is that a lot of people don't want this housing built because they're worried about the people it will attract to their neighborhood i feel like that is more of a concern to suburbanites than actually what missing middle housing is if that makes sense i just constantly got this feeling and it's really sad it sucks because this is what happened in highways highways were put in areas that they deemed you know unworthy or areas that they wanted to remove certain people and i can't help but feel like they well, don't yeah. want missing middle housing approved because of the people will attract i i just right maybe i'm crazy and thinking that but that is what i think is the actual root cause of the issue here it has nothing to do with the types of buildings. It has nothing to do with anything except that they're worried it will attract lesser, as they deem it, which is ridiculous, but uh, people to that neighborhood, you know? 
It's almost um, like that shadow that they talk about being cast on our lawn mm-hmm. is a metaphor for not an yep. actual shadow. Literally. But of certain people. Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. Mm-hmm. And, and when uh-huh. you watch, when you yep. see that, <laughs> that video, that town council video, and I don't mean to generalize, but gosh darn, when you look at the people that are there to protest Miss and Middlehouse in, it makes you wonder. <laughs> It, uh, it makes you wonder, you know, it makes you wonder. And I'm sure there might be people that are there and have actual reasons, right? But it's overshadowed by the majority of people that don't want missing Middlehouse and that definitely have ulterior motives. And it's kind of yeah. sucks, kind of sucks that we're and still sus. extremely <laughs> sus, extremely, <laughs> extremely sus because it's not like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, how do you... How do you go against that to get something approved for a huge city when, you know, yeah, it's just, it's tough. It's tough. You don't. I mean. Uh, Yeah. Gosh. But just, uh, just throwing out there, just my thoughts on it. It could be wrong. It could be wrong. Um, It could. Yeah. the, the, The problem is that it's so. It's it's so messy to unwind of why that's the case, right? Because there's also a lot of assumptions about the what type of quote-unquote people are going to be attracted by missing middle housing. Mm-hmm. At this point, it's like you know the way that pro- that the way that prices are with everything, with housing, with rent, uh gas, food, everything. <clears throat> The kind of people that missing middle housing is going to attract is probably the kind of person that would have bought your, 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 your neighbor's house like a few years ago, but now can't afford yeah, it. Like, I don't know who you think <laughs> these quote unquote people are. It's me. It's me. I'm the one that's yeah. going to be going into that middle school. Same. Like, I'm just. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hello. Um, hey, Jonah, we're buying a uh, missing middle streamer house. Anyways. Um, it's like. Hi, I'm from the suburbs. I like brunch on yeah. Sundays and hang out with my friends on Fridays. Um, exactly. I work in a law firm. Uh, my hobbies are streaming city skylines. Yeah. And advocating for missing middle housing. Like, that's exactly. the kind of person that you're going to see. Like, show literally, up. literally. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm. I. <laughs> we gotta stop y'all we gotta stop we gotta we gotta realize that the as much as i like to um build it in city skylines um the endless the endless sea of suburbia just being perpetuated forever and ever and ever and ever is not sustainable and lots of locales that are realizing that now are realizing it not from a standpoint of oh you know we don't have you know enough housing people but from in a a infrastructure maintenance standpoint because you have all this infrastructure that's laid out and not enough tax dollars dollars to support keeping it up you know yeah and having to get injections and investments and stuff and it's like you know it'll be fine for a little while i don't know maybe like another 20 or 30 years but then at some point, it's like now, what do you do? And we're so we're we're so conditioned on wanting to progress and always wanting to get better and always wanting to get newer and nicer. And so then we 
these new places get built and they're new and they're nice, but they're also expensive because unfortunately the other side to that whole missing middle thing is the kind of money that it takes to build something. These especially, I'm not even talking about like because of like since COVID. It's gotten worse since COVID. Yeah. Oh, it has. Yeah. Yeah. To the where it's like it literally is only uh advantageous for builders to build luxury units. Um of anything. <laughs> of a building, oh, of missing true. middle, of homes, single family apartments. Ah. They're they're all just luxury yep. because that's the only all thing that it. they're gonna all get of it. that they're gonna get it's... their money back on, at least when it for whatever money that they're trying to get back on it. Now yep. you know there are there there are ways of getting around that like there is a story about um a affordable housing developer in texas and i can't find the video i've been trying to look for the video on youtube right now and i can't find it i i Mm. thought it was in mckinney texas but um maybe it wasn't but i know that it's in the dallas area it's like in the north dallas area if anyone is familiar with the way that um dallas and Fort Worth have grown as a lot of the development has spread to the north of the city, um, of both cities. <clears throat> so you've got McKinney and Fresno and, and all that up there. And there was a developer that was trying to put affordable housing units in a one of those areas. And they they got and, and they went through all the right channels to do it. And the way that they were doing it is they were accepting I believe they're. Ex- I think this is how it works. If I remember the videos, well, I was trying to find it, but whatever. Yeah, you can look for no, it and, and find out the actual thing. But from what I understand, yeah. is if you accept vouchers that people get from the government, um, because they get the vouchers because they apply for it and they get approved because they don't make enough money, then a voucher allows them to get an apartment that's much, 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 much oh. less than the market value. But it's super hard huh. to, well. It's in theory, it's great, but the problem is, is that a lot of yeah, places okay. do not accept yeah. them, um, because of oh, the kind of people okay. yeah, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. attract, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and so yeah. they, you know, and and what ends up happening is, I guess a developer gets um, money from the government for building that type of housing, and this right. developer was trying to do that in the North Dallas area, and you know the local residents had the same kind of meeting where they were opposing it and you know then um one of the people that was for it you know she went into the bathroom you know of the town of of the Taha and she was like I'm not even going to repeat the stuff that I heard in that bathroom but basically people that were opposing this are just straight up racist yeah <laughs> well, there you go of course so it's like they're yeah, just straight so. up racist so yep. it's like um you know, and just for context, that was a, I, um, a Caucasian lady, and she was for the affordable housing, and she was hearing people being racist about all the kind of people that were going to come into the area. And um, to make a long story short, the developer actually persevered. It took her a lot of hurdles. She even had, like, you know, police show up to the building site. And like block entrance to the building site because they were called there for whatever reason. And, you know, she had a lot of stuff to like a lot of uphill battles. And it's like she is specifically she's um, she is a black business owner. She owns her own construction company and she 
is trying to build affordable housing for people and running into all of these hurdles. And she's like, and, and they were like, well, why are you trying to put it here? And they're like, because this is where all of the, your, your zip code in this country, maybe not so much in other places, but your zip code in this country basically determines your fate. <clears throat> like for the rest of your life. Um, yeah. And the reason why is because those zip codes have, where your zip code is, is where you have access to cer- certain things like certain schools and certain housing uh, and certain yeah, okay. education because of the yeah. fact that the money gets taken from the tax, gets put back into the schools, and then you have better schools because of it. And so, and when you have better schools, you have better grades, which means you get better funding from sources that are outside of that um, and better investment and so she was like it's land i bought it i got the zoning approved by the city to do that and then now i'm building it and because people know that it's afford because people didn't know what it was at first and when they found that it was affordable housing then all of a sudden they were like well wait a minute oh i don't ooh, ah, uh. so <laughs> there are a lot of roadblocks when it comes to doing missing middle um which is not necessarily affordable housing it's just missing middle but part of that conversation is being able to afford housing and yeah it, it's just it, yeah I, I i want people to go and take a look at google maps and go take a look at okay the up. north side of dallas um also take a look at the west sides of houston and you can just see like the endless sprawl that like a lot of these places did not yeah. it was it was just land like 10 years ago like and i'm talking about like not just small areas large swaths square tens of square miles of area that was just nothing and now there are freeways and entire develop just basically entire cities have sprung up outside of and all it is is it's just it's just houses like it's there's there's some apartments sprinkle in here and there you know um all single yeah probably more so in houston houston has a higher in my and i think that maybe that's because i live there but you you see a lot more apartments being built, whether it's new or whatever, even the new areas than you do in other parts of Texas. Um, but it's like, even still, like it, it's just, it's not sustainable y'all. Like we gotta, (laughs) we gotta wake up and realize that it just can't keep going on and on and on like this. And we need to make better decisions about our land use, both in us and in Canada, apparently. And what's wrong yeah, with y'all trains? Because I was telling people that I was taking a train to D.C. Uh, the other week. And people in Canada are like, at least you have a train to take because we yeah, ain't got no trains. <laughs> okay. All right. Rant number two. So, uh, yeah, it's very uh, – listen, Via, if you're out there, what the hell are you doing? That's right. Um, Via. Secondly, um, so people who don't know, Via also, is Canada's yeah, yeah. Um, it, uh, national rail network, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Theoretically? Yes. Okay. On paper, yes. Uh, well, yeah, technically, Got yes. You, you, you can get on train. Can um, you so take you hear... a train oh, yeah. from Vancouver to Montreal? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can go across the uh, the province. It's uh, going to suck. It's going to be way more expensive than the average person can afford. It's going to be extremely long, but yes. So And you don't have to leave the U.S. and come back in? Yeah, at least to my knowledge. Um, now, the thing is, or, things or have been changing. Can- leave Canada and come back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> it would be uh, by via. But the thing is, it's become very, like, so via still has, it's just so interesting to see, but... Like, so we have a decent connection, um, which I believe is Amtrak that comes in all the way from, I um, mean, uh, I'm blanking on the name of it. But anyways, it's a coastal corridor, the Evergreen Express or something. But uh, it connects from um, essentially from Oregon to, to Vancouver, right? And then through Seattle, uh, you know, Washington. Uh, but so, yeah, the trains here, they just it wasn't like, I don't know, it's never been a big thing here. And. Everybody drives or you fly. That's that's just where you go. Nobody takes train. We have a current connection uh, called the West Coast Express. Um, it comes very infrequently, and it does connect you from Vancouver to the surrounding suburbs uh, via rail. And then you can catch via, I believe it's from Pacific. Now that looks like West Coast Express as well, too, on here. So I don't even know. See, so this is the, like, I have to do more research on it. Um, so yeah, people can correct me if I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure Via does still run lines out of Vancouver from Pacific Central Station. Uh, but the thing is, a lot of cities now, and Kelowna's done this as well, don't actually have trains anymore. Um, they've completely ripped up the infrastructure for it. Or, yeah, but completely ripped it up and said no, because it's gotten to a point where it's, nobody uses it. And it costs mm-hmm. something to operate. It's it's not free, right? This it costs something to operate it. So, Cologne is I mean, a prime at example the core of, it. of that. That makes yeah. sense. If no yeah, one exactly, uses it, right? and it costs money to sustain, which it's like somebody somebody brought this up in chat. And it's so hard to argue with. It's like, well, Moose, you're upset that you know that trains are becoming non-existent because that's where it's headed. Currently, the path that we're trending on is for the West Coast because the East Coast, and we'll get into that. I'll try to, you know, keep this condensed because uh, there's, there's a couple other topics I want to go on, you know, and, and, and today's today's episode. No, I mean, but... you didn't have to talk about this. We could have. No, 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 it's fine because some people don't know because, <laughs> no, it's, it's funny they bring that up because I actually had a DM recently about trains in, in Canada. So it's people don't know that it's as and I use the word bad, but I maybe shouldn't be using it. It's not bad. It's just that the cities just did that. Nobody used it. So why that? Why 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 are we why are we paying for it? Right? And it's like I can't fault the city on that. I can't be like, well, what the heck is also, Kelowna doing? Just a real yeah, quick yeah. thing for context. Mm-hmm. If people don't know, Moose is in Canada and I'm in the U.S. Where we have a train oh, network. Oh yeah, we should. Yeah, 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 does not. yeah. Canada does not. Uh, I live in yeah Vancouver, Vancouver. Um, yeah. And granted, we have trains that'll connect us to much to what people. Outside you know. of like people in Europe don't think that yes. the U.S. has any passenger trains, and I'm like, we do. <laughs> They're yeah, not great. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah They're not and, great. And, and with that funny, being said, Canada is apparently yours worse is than luxury that. to us. To yeah. put it that way, what you have in America, it's it, it, yeah, it's literally luxury to us. It's something where like to me, if I was going to go to visit California, like yeah, I could probably from where I live, I can just drive and go on a trip down to California. Um, but I really want to go on train trips and it's like, people are like, why would you want to take that train around here? It's like, I, I, have you seen what we have in Canada? Like, I want to go on a train. (laughs) I've never, me, I have never been on a train 
except something called SkyTrain, you know which what's is Metro. Funny? It's not even train, but for someone yeah. who's in the U.S., you just immediately assume that everywhere else has a great train network. And I just always thought, and maybe that's because of Toronto and Montreal. Here, yeah. Yeah. I just assumed that they had a great train network, and it's like there are. I guess it's it's very similar to us here, where it's like the U.S. and Canada are similar, where we have metro areas that have great transit options yeah. in that area. You get outside of that area and it all falls apart. Yeah, literally. It's um, well, it's a very <laughs> people in the <laughs> we got people let's say from uh, uh, you know, Saskatchewan, uh, Alberta, Manitoba. Uh, I don't mean to generalize here and do you know west versus east and leave out the middle. You know, Canada's version of the Midwest. Be spice but, and boost. Uh, Give it to it's them. a battle Tell of them who like, they are. East versus West, and West has given up on passenger rail, and the East is, like, showing what it could have been, you know? Um, mm. And I'm not saying that the East is perfect, right? People do. But if you take a look at – take a, a Toronto, for example, right, with Go Transit, it's like that is such a – and it's funny because I, I have people, too, and they're like, what are you talking about? Go Transit sucks. And I'm like, I don't – it doesn't suck to somebody that lives in – in the west coast where that doesn't exist right it's like mm -hmm. if i move to toronto and i experience you know go transit for a year straight right yeah i'd probably be complaining about it too but it doesn't like i think people just look at it like well i take it every day and it's unreliable and it's like yeah but your unreliability is miles better than what we have in the west and they've just kind of abandoned the train like there's a mm -hmm. current train because i know some people might um you know, if I don't reference this, people probably be like, well, what about this line? Yeah. So we're going to get into this line real quick. It's called the West. Uh, no, sorry. Um, why am I blanking on the name of it? Uh, the Rocky Mountain Express. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't think of it. And that does connect you to a bunch of cities. It's a proper train network. Um, it connects you to a whole bunch of cities. Um, I'll tell you something here. The Rocky Mountain Express. <laughs> It is meant to be a wealthy elite tourist rail line, and that's the currently most viable train line to take you to different cities. So I watched a video of somebody who went on it, and it looked like an interesting experience. And I was like, huh, I wonder, like, I was very tempted to take it myself and maybe film it or something for, you know, whatever, share it with the, 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 the community. Um, mm -hmm. Tickets start at uh and and just to throw this out here this is one way i pulled it up to look at me traveling from uh vancouver all the way uh -huh. out to calgary so that's tickets decent, and i think it stopped in oh, banff yeah. or something like that but yeah tickets for it were about uh almost uh, three thousand dollars for it that's one way by the way i'm sorry what no <laughs> what yeah mm-hmm now, what? granted, keep Wait, in mind that this so... is a nice train. There's, I'm sure, meals. I don't are care what the hell it is. It could be, it could be a literal <laughs> mansion on three thousand dollars to go from mm -hmm. somewhere to nowhere, one mm -hmm. way. No, yep. so, I'm sorry. Everybody drives here. They take the plane. I apologize to Calgary. I didn't mean to say that you're nowhere, but you know, just hey, <laughs> hey, listen, just throwing this out here. For 300 bucks, I could fly to Calgary. Um, and that's round trip. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. $3,000, it better be an actual mm -hmm. mansion. It is pretty nice. Wheels. It is a pretty nice train, I will say. But it's not. 
and it's a super gorgeous trip but it's like are you like what the hell what so yeah there's no viable rail and it's not that that's like a bad thing like to be honest if you live in vancouver yeah you can catch the west coast express not the most frequent uh, but it's something we do have a line right and it will take you all the way out to all these cities you know um and in metro vancouver we have incredible transit i know people complain about every listen you know what i don't even need to justify it everybody's going to complain about everything so i'm going to speak how <laughs> my feeling you know because everybody complains about everything right it's like exactly. i think skytrain's awesome i had to take it for a while i know that it can be unreliable i know that they're older cars that can have issues if we look at the metro as a whole that that whole line it'll take you everywhere like i took i was commuting for a while it was a long trip yeah but i was commuting for a while from burnaby all the way out to uh uh, Richmond, which again, for those that don't know the Vancouver area, those are two suburbs of Vancouver. Um, and there's Metro that connects all of them up, which is really cool for a city like this. There's incredible Metro. They're constantly adding new stuff to it and improving it. But, uh, yeah, trains out here just aren't a thing. And I think eventually they're not going to be a thing except the West coast express. Um, Kelowna stopped running trains. Even Calgary has stopped at least to my knowledge. And I'm sure somebody will correct me, but I went looking for a via train that would take me to Calgary and there's nothing. looks like they've abandoned their union station as well. The via train actually takes you to Edmonton and then there's a bus connector to calgary so yeah it's interesting out here huh. they're very they're abandoned in rail rails um yeah eventually i imagine it's going to be west uh west coast express only because that is a valuable route the rocky mountain express because you know tourism and then a line that connects because that one actually does get usage and is somewhat viable from what i've seen the so uh evergreen route that takes you down to the states so out of curiosity, how much is mm -hmm. the via train from Vancouver to Calgary? I don't know. I'd have to uh, search it up. Um, but based on what I've heard, it would be less. It would be less. But um, also, it would be via train to because like if I go, like I'm pretty sure that they've removed it. There's no via. I remember I've looked at it once. Yeah, how to get to? Yeah, there's no. <laughs> Wait, is there no station in Calgary? Yeah, 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 yeah. It takes you via train and pulled it up here, yeah, but it takes you by train to uh, Edmonton, it seems. Yeah, train to Edmonton, even from, and it's here oh, as well, I'm too. Sorry, you I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's what I meant, Edmonton. Well, even Toronto as well. If you went by train from Toronto, Toronto docks you in Edmonton here, it says as well, too, Toronto to Edmonton. Yeah. Wouldn't the train... I am so confused because I'd have to look into it more, but yeah, yeah, it's from what I what saw, it, it seemed yeah. that via went to uh, via train went to Edmonton now. Well, because what I was wondering is, I can understand if it goes to one city more than the other because, like, I guess you kind of have to choose between the two, and to have it go to both would just be overkill, and you know, to go to one. You kind of buy, uh, yeah, like the bus seems like a viable alternative to get between Calgary and Edmonton, at least for what we have right now, because yeah, exactly. kind of the point, I mean, the the ideal thing would be what, to have like a train going to both, obviously, right? And it's like, yeah, we, you you were trying to, you, you, were, you were touching on this a little bit, and then I think I sidetracked with the train thing, but <laughs> not the train thing, but um, anyway. We were getting to this a little bit where it's like, yeah, you could do a rail network that's better, but if no one is using it, then what's the point? And my response to that is, well, that's kind of the problem, right? 
like there's no incentive for people to use it now when gas prices were going up to almost ten dollars a gallon that's one incentive to start getting people to get out of their cars and start using other stuff but even if you have the rail network that takes you between because everyone keeps saying also, oh my um, god confirmed it confirmed it too i went to the actual via site just to pull it up and it is train vancouver to edmonton and then you take a motor coach from edmonton to calgary there's no via train no longer run service that is to calgary. so confirms weird. it on their site duh They're done, I, yeah. so i wonder where the tracks go because there's <laughs> mountains between vancouver and calgary um, so yeah do... just nothing crazy just the rocky mountains but yeah 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 uh, exactly <laughs> And I know that there are train tracks in Calgary, probably yeah. for freight. Does the train uh-huh, literally go? Th- does the train literally just go through Calgary and not stop and go to Edmonton? I, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it's so interesting because right here, it's yeah, it confirms. It's like yeah, you can book your trip now. You'll also have to book a second. So this is just a mess, and nobody would take this, and it makes sense. But Via says here that you would first book your ticket through Via's website. And then you want to book a second ticket with a company called Red Arrow Motor Coach from Edmonton to Calgary. Make sure that the ticket matches when you arrive on the Via train. Yeah, so it's not, it actually has uh, literally nothing to, to do with Via. They're just saying, if you want <laughs> to do it, this is how you do company. it. Exactly. They're like, it's a complete yeah, we'll separate take you to company. If, if we are late <laughs> and you missed the bus, that has nothing to do with us yeah, or them. Exactly. 100%. That's. Yeah, so welcome to trains in the West Coast because this is not like it's much better in the, the the East Coast and they're getting new trains out there. But yeah, trains just they're not a thing in the West Coast and uh, cities are moving lie, beyond them. That's even slightly better here because if Amtrak has um some sort of connecting service by bus, the bus is like Am it's an Amtrak bus, I believe, or at the very least. It's all done through them, <laughs> and they kind of make sure that everything sort of links up properly. Um, yeah. There are probably there are probably examples of maybe, you know, that's not the case. But I don't think that Amtrak would average like when you go on the Amtrak site and you say I want to go from here to here, and part of it is a bus. They tell you it's a bus, um, and then they tell you exactly like you know it, like it's all still booked through them basically. So right, right. that's interesting. That's yeah, also so, uh, scary because GG. the train experience. Oh, very. Yeah, GG Canada. It's, uh, yeah. um, uh, that's why people don't take the train. Everybody flies and drives um, because literally also well, I didn't course. look it up there to see the time of duration. But I can guarantee you that if I get in my car and I race that via train, I'm winning. Oh, of course, you're going to beat it. Of course. Yeah, even that's. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? Thinking of it, it's like, of course, you'll beat it because you got to take a bus. But if that via train went to Calgary, I'm beating it. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if that train was heading even to if Calgary, it's all train, it. you're beating it. The mm-hmm. the rails are just not set up to. So you have to think of it this way. Everything, it everything is set up for you to be able to drive, drive from one place to another. And if the roads are prepared in a way where you can hit a particular, especially, I mean, maybe this is not so much between Vancouver and Calgary because of the mountains, but if you get out of that area, or if you're just talking about the U.S., when you get on, when you get into the U.S. We have the interstates and then everything else that isn't technically an interstate, but is built like one. Um, And if everything is geared, like if you already have a car and you're already in a place where it's car centric, you're going to get to that interstate quicker 
then you'll be able to get to the train station. And then if you can maintain a speed of 65 to 70 miles an hour and only make minimal stops, you're going to be able to get to a place faster than you take a train because the train is not doing a consistent 65 miles an hour. And when it stops, it stops for longer because that's a stop at stations along the way, if there are any. So, you know, you would have to basic and and then people keep saying like oh you know the us needs to get it together and get a high-speed rail network and it's like you know okay from where to where like you're basically talking about redesigning the country to be able to fit something that wasn't designed for it in the first place yeah and you know we well i actually i'll i'll pull that statement back a little bit because actually it was i mean a lot of our cities um, were actually designed for that in the first place. We just completely restructured them to go around, you know, highways instead and, and removed neighborhoods and um, made it a lot easier to take cars. And the rail networks have just been left for freight and all that stuff. So, and, you know, there's a reason why that that was the case, right? Like, there's a reason why that people stopped wanting to take trains because, they wanted to have more freedom and also it was it was faster um people weren't driving because it was slower than trains or driving because it was faster than trains at the time so we can't so even though that our cities are built around train networks we can't use those same networks to get better than driving now because they would be regressing if you're talking about speed now if you're talking about reliability and freedom from cars, then sure, you these days you probably would be able to match a car. And then at that point, it's like making it as accessible as possible without a car. Because the moment you have to ask someone to drive to a train station, you've already lost. Because they could just continue in <laughs> yeah. the car. Yep. Faster, right? That's so so true. if so you ha- you can't just slap a high-speed network in the country and say there america everything's better now it's like well what about when you get we have to i think we're starting in the right way but we're doing it too slow and not aggressive enough we're starting in cities i could agree with that yeah yeah we're starting in cities where i think almost every single major city in this country either has or is planning to have some sort of rail whether it's light rail commuter rail something i mean okay yeah yeah like but at the same time like light rail is bs i've been i'm sorry light rail is basically just to perpetuate the thing that you were talking about which is happening in all major cities but you're seeing in vancouver which is that it helps it helps raise land values because Mm -hmm. then along those light rails in cities nice apartment buildings get put up which only rich people can afford but don't actually live in so then you have this light rail network that isn't being used by anyone who lives near it but it makes the values everything go up because anytime that anytime a rail anytime rail goes anywhere anything that's near or anytime a a train station goes anywhere um the property values and rents near that train station go up and i'll give you a perfect example in connecticut I used to live in an apartment building that was right along tracks and in a town that had a train station, but the train station was old. It was only for Amtrak. It didn't even have the right height for the, um, the, uh, the platform. So when the Amtrak track 
uh, train came, it had to pull out. I had to put the little step out so you can climb up into the train, like in 1917. Um, it's a good so leg work, there, I think. Uh, yeah, it is. So there was that, you know, my, my, uh, my first apartment, uh, there was this little studio and it was $700 a month. Oh, let's go. <laughs> They've since upgraded the train yeah. station. Okay. So now it's a, an actual train station. It has two platforms on both sides. One of those platforms basically ends at the footsteps of that old apartment building. Mm. And there's now a new train that's not just an Amtrak, it's a regional train. It's a local, like a local train that goes between New Haven and Springfield. That same apartment and that same building, guess how much it goes for now? Mm, Cost of rent, I'd say 15, maybe 2,000? 1,200. Oh, I was way higher. See, I went full send Vancouver mentality. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. But it's still yeah. it's still doubled though. Oh, that's still that's uh, or nearly doubled. a lot. And that's yeah, the last literally. time I checked. It might be more now. Um, oh yeah, and that's sure. the cheapest one in general. Rents in that building are now like fourteen, um, eighteen, two thousand, twenty three hundred a month now. Because they added, they added, they actually added another building to the to the complex, and actually two buildings. Because it used to only be one. Um, and anyway, it's a so, whole thing. Yeah. No, that's yeah exactly what's happening here. Yeah. And if so. you, and anytime you look at any, if you look at Metro North coming out of New York, and you look at every station that goes north of the city, if there's an apartment building that's near it, it's expensive. You look yeah, further course. away where it's like you have to drive to get there and you can't just walk to the station. It gets exponentially cheaper. And especially when you get 100 miles outside of the city. Um, yeah. So maybe not exponentially, but I'm being hyperbolic, but you know what I mean. So, yeah, it's like. <sighs> Welcome to the future, Jonah. I'm torn. I'm torn. <laughs> We're you got to start with making cities more human and more interactive and more Mm -hmm. multimodal so you can get around without a car so you can take a bus you can take a train you can walk um it would be more preferable to walk things should be set up to where you can live near the place where you would work and you can just walk there um or you know if you need to have accessibilities then it's you know if it's walkable then hopefully it's also accessible we know that ain't right but theoretically (laughs) it should be so then i'd be able to get there in a wheelchair or whatever you know yeah um so you start with that and then you get the you get the buses and the trains right and then once you can get around the cities freely without a car then you can start linking the cities with rail so then that way you can get between cities in a particular region without having to fly or drive. And then, you know, well, I don't think we're ever going to get to a point where it's going to be um, feasible both for the environment as well as for um, money and all kinds of things, resources. I don't think we're ever going to get to a point where you'd be able to go from San Francisco to Los Angeles or New I'm sorry, uh, New York to Los Angeles on a train and have it be better and faster than a plane. Like that is too far. And that's what you need a plane for, right? That's what you fly for. Um, yeah. 
you know, you can at that point, you can then, you know, reduce the amount of planes that are in the air and then focus on making better planes that maybe are hopefully electric. Maybe I still think that electric planes are kind of like a mm, we need to, like, fix the battery sources first before we get to that. But that's a whole nother thing. (laughs) And then that would be and then that would be better for the environment than, you know, taking a train across. I don't know. But I I think we have to start with the the cities first before we can link them up with better rail. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, it's 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 half-assed, and we mm-hmm. and do better. I definitely US is in Canada. Do better. <sighs> I wish. Um, now the future's <laughs> future's bright. I think somebody said that once. Um. Yeah, it, but I do agree. I, it starts with the city, right? Because how it's are you going to just like link up? Yeah, maybe the future. Uh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> true, true. Um, so Jonah. Hmm. There was uh, something else you wanted to talk about. No, no, no. This is uh, this is it's been awesome. No, I just uh, on your stream today. You did something, you know, you did something. What did I you, do? Um, no, nothing at all. Um, I said something in chat, and somebody else said something in chat, and you said you want to talk about it on the podcast. Let's, uh, let's dive into that. I don't remember what it was. I genuinely all right, perfect. So, um, Jonah, uh...